Welcome to this week's podcast from Faith Christian Church. For more details, check out faithcc.com.au. We hope you enjoy this message. So let me just quickly get into a word and uh, into the word this morning. We're going to have communion to, today, and we're going to have it at the end of the message. And we've got a, I've got an altar call song that I want to want us to get into later on. And uh, but this morning I want to preach from the book of Colossians, chapter three, verses one to seventeen. Lots of verses, and I quickly read it. Colossians chapter three, verse one to seventeen. If you can go up on the screen, thank you. In the NIV, since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is, I love this. Oh, see how Paul puts it. When, you're, when you died, Sorry, uh, uh, when Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature. And he, and he mentions it very clearly. Sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, greed, which is all idolatry. Because of this, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived. But now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these. Another set, anger, rage, malice, slander, filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Here... There's no Gentile, Jew, circumcised, uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free. But Christ is all and is in all. Therefore, I love verse 12. As God's chosen holy people, dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. Let the message of Christ, oh, this is amazing, dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And verse 17, whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Amen? Amen. This is where we get the spiritual concept of putting off the old and putting on the new. This is where we find in the scripture, it talks about setting aside what is, what, putting it away, what, what is not, not of you, what, not what God has put on your life, but your earthly nature, your, our sinful nature. This is where it says to us, put it away, take it off, and put on the new. This is where we find this, this, this spiritual concept. The first, Colossians has only four chapters. 
Paul was writing this, he could be from prison in Rome or maybe in Ephesus. He's never visited Colossae. Epaphras, a, a, a man who got saved under Paul's ministry, who lives, who's from Colossae, went to Colossae and started a small church. And so Paul decided, oh man, I better write a letter to these guys because I'm hearing some stuff that's going on in this young church and I want to encourage them and challenge them and teach them. So he wrote this epistle. And right there in that small little church 2,000 years ago, Apophis maybe or somebody else read this epistle to that small church and encouraged them for various reasons. The first two chapters talks about who Jesus is, his supremacy over all things. Over every, everything up on heaven and on earth. And he, he talks about who Christ is. That he had no beginning and that he will have no end. That he wasn't born or created. He was. Woo. And then as the next two chap uh, chapters, he talks about uh, behavior. Our behavior. Christians' behavior. The believers. What, what actions and how we should be thinking and how we should be acting. Now that we've, we've put on. This new clothes, clothes we put on, we clothed on Christ upon us. So our, our, our attitudes must change. Our behaviors must change. Our thinking must, our mindset, our, our be must change. If not, then what's the difference? So that's, that's the next two chapters. But all this whole, this whole um, four chapters has one strong foundation. And that's found in verse one where it says, since then you have been raised with Christ. That's our foundation. You have been raised with Christ. We are, we are, we're just not, we're not, we're not sinking anymore. We're not in the ground anymore. We're we are not wallowing in, 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 uh, in, uh, in self-pity or shame anymore. No, no. Church, you and I have been raised with Christ. That's a spiritual truth. That is a powerful truth that you are not defeated, that you are not, uh, you, you don't still live in the, in the past anymore because you have been raised with Christ. You see, the Colossians had been dead. They were dead. They were spiritually dead. They were involved in practices unimaginable. Unsp you can't mention it. But you're no different from today. No different from you and I. No different from the sins and, and, and stuff that you and I have been involved in and, and, and participated in and were busy in activity with all that. So Paul is saying to them, hey, that's enough. All right, that was your old life. Now it's your new life. So come on, off with the old and on with the new. But how do we do that? What is the key? What, what is, what? so Paul's smart. He's not some, some you know, just some uh, up there just writing stuff because he got nothing to do. Now he's smart. You know what he said in the scriptures? He said, set your minds on Christ above. That's how you change our behavior. That's how we change our life. That's how we change our mind. Set your minds and your hearts on Christ who is above. Don't keep your fo focus on earthly things, but set your minds and hearts on, on, on Christ above. But then, you know that saying, you are, what is the saying? You know it. You are all what you are heavenly. You are so heavenly good that you are earthly not good. <laughs> well, 
Something like that. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say, right? Oh, we are all, we are all, have, have, we are all so, so spiritual. Ooh, we got little wings in our ankles. Ooh, we fly up and down. You know, you go to the office. Ooh, I can't go there because I'm a Christian. Ooh, I can't talk, talk to you because, oh, I go to church, you know. It's weird. Man, they're going to put you in a hospital somewhere. So, so I'm, what, I'm, what Paul is saying here is not that you are, you know, we, we are so heavenly minded that we are earthly not good, <laughs> utterly lousy. No, no, no. We, our feet are on the ground here on earth, folks. We are right here, planet earth. And so, yes, our feet is on the ground. We've got to do the right things. We've got to make sure that we love and kind and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But our hearts and minds need to be focused on Christ, the risen Christ, who sits on the right hand of the eternal Father in heaven. Uh, uh, we've got to focus on Him. Because when, so He's giving us a solution, a formula. Oh, but it's hard to not to. It's hard to move away. It's hard. Well, keep our eyes focused on Christ. That's what he's saying. So what's the old life? Three things he, he talked, three categories he talks about, all right? The first one is perverted passions. Oh, he, he went deep there. He, he talked about sexual immorality, lust, impurity. Oh, man, he, he don't mess around with Paul. He goes right to, for the juggler. And so these are categorized under one the heading called perverted passions. God made us a passionate people. <laughs> he, he made us emotion, full of emotion and full of excitement. But if, if we allow the enemy to come up and mess around, it becomes corrupted and polluted and, and perverted. And so the enemy loves that. Satan loves that. That's what he's planned for. And so Paul deals with that. That's his, their own life. Do away with perverted passions. So I'm not going to spend too much time there. We know what we are talking about. And then there's another uh, uh, section. It, say, it talks about hot tempers and sharp tongues. Ooh, hot tempers and sharp tongues. How, our, how when we get angry and we sin. Scripture tells us, get angry, but sin not. But there are times when we get angry and we sin because we cross the line. And, our, our, and we have sharp, we slander and malice that comes out of our mouth, our lies. And, and so Paul talks about that. So that's the old life. And he's talking about specifically the, the Colossians. And he's saying, put that away. That's how you lived. You were, you were always angry with one another. And you, you said unkind, hurtful, painful things uh, to, to people, to, to, to family members, to, to whatever, you know. You, you, stuff that came out of your mouth. It's, it's terrible. So put, put that away. Put that away. So... He, he said to us, he said to the Colossians, and this morning we're preaching that, put off the old, but put on the new. And what is the new? Verse 12, he says, has God's chosen people, holy, hang on, hang on, as God's holy, chosen and holy, and hang on, hang on, are we God's chosen people here? Are, are we holy? Wow, Nathan, you're holy positive. Nathan. Come on, look at that. You're on the phone. Stop messing around. Lenita is sitting right next to you. Just whisper in her ear, man. Don't, give, don't text her, I love you, Lenita. <laughs> I've got to change. I promised my wife I won't make jokes with anybody. I've got to be very serious. I broke my first, you know, promise. Anyway, we've got to understand that we've got to put, on the old, put off the old and put on the new. 
And so how do we do that? We've got to understand and identify in Christ. And so what does he call us? Chosen people. Folks, we are the chosen people. We are chosen. You might not think so much of yourself as being chosen. What about holy? Huh, I just yelled at my wife this morning because she couldn't get up. And, and I go, oh, I love to be in church early. Yeah, like 10, 15. And, uh, you know, I want to be early to church. And uh, uh, I, I got mad at her. So I, I yelled at her. I'm not holy. You know, I, I feel like, the, you know, yesterday I was so angry with the kids. And I kicked the dog because I can't kick the, ki the kid. So I kicked the dog. Bam! I would love to kick my kid. I can't do that. So, well, poor dog. That's why I got him. <laughs> and so we, 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 but, but, the, but the Bible says, Hillary, why are you laughing? Stop it. Well, the Bible says we are holy. Folks, you and I know we are not holy. We are a bunch of sinners. We are corrupted, polluted. We are crazy. We are nuts. We are mad. We are numbskulls. We are nincompoops. That's all we are. When we look at the mirror, you and I know who we are. <laughs> you and I know what we just said. We are, you and I know what we just thought. You and I know what we just saw. Ooh, better stop. Don't, go, don't go there. But the Bible says we are holy. You know why? Because God looks at us to the eyes and the, and the work of the cross of Calvary. He looks at us and he sees nothing but saved, born again. <laughs> he sees sanctified. He sees holy. He sees amazing people that the scripture says, dearly loved. Folks, you and I are dearly loved. That's our foundation. That's our basis. That's how we understand what it means to put the identity of Christ over us. That's what it means to put on the new self. So we don't have to keep going back to the old because our new identity is in Christ. Not in, not in our, 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 our past. Not in what we're good at. Not in our spirituality. Not in how much we are devoted to reading the Bible. Not in how much we are committed to prayer. No, 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 no. no. Not in our good works. Not in, no. Our identity is in Christ. It's in Christ. And you and I don't have to, don't have to struggle, to strive, to, to worry, to be anxious or anything. Jesus, thank you that I'm loved, that I'm chosen, that I'm holy because of what Christ has done for me. That's my identity. That's who you and I are. That's what we clothe ourselves upon. Come on. You know what? I, I, I regularly go to the cupboards. And, and check my clothes, whether I can put them on, <laughs> whether, I can, whether they are too small or too big. So my weight fluctuates all over the years. <laughs> I can't seem to maintain it because I love to eat. But my doctor told me, stop eating. And I say, okay, doctor, and I go back and have a massive meal because I know after that I have to not eat. But that massive meal lasts for until the next doctor visit. And so I, I've got issues. So my, my clothes that I, <laughs> clothes I, I buy sometimes fit, sometimes don't. And, and what to do? There are those that I can't, I have to throw away. And I get sentimental. Oh, but I bought that shirt 20 years ago. <laughs> and, and, and it was so, you know, it was a significant time of my life. And do you know how many things I've kept in the cupboard that I cannot wear, that takes space, that when I look at it, Oh, but then, oh, I got to throw it away because I can't wear it. It takes up space. It's ridiculous. So there are times when we've just got to understand 
we've got to get rid of the old stuff and clothe ourselves with the new stuff. And so what's the new stuff? Jesus gives us a new wardrobe. And it's verse 12 to 17, compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, forgiveness, oh, love, unity, peace, thankfulness, gratitude. We're going to put on all these new set of clothes because this is the new you. Come on, church. This is the new you. We are now Christ-like. Whether we feel like it, whether we think about it, whether we are not sure, we are now, we are Christ-like because of what Christ has done. So, this is what, this is what we need to focus on. Forget the old. We had a, we had a, we, we, we had a bad attitude last year. Let's, fo- now, let's, let's narrow down. We, had a, we, had, we always got angry. We, we couldn't control our temper. We always snapped. We always yelled. We always... When we, when we have to make decisions, we, we look at uh, uh, the wrong pathway to make those decisions and we make mistakes. We have wrong attitudes about things and, and stuff. We, 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 looked, we looked at things in a different way. So my encouragement, my challenge for us this year, it's not about, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, eat better. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go to the gym a little bit more. Uh, I'm gonna, you know, uh, uh, whatever, you know, stop eat, eating healthy. Uh, it's not about those things. It's about Christ and the identity that he wants us to put on, the new. That's what you and I are talking about this morning, to start off the new year. That we put on Christ, the new, put off the old. So what did we do last year? What mistakes did we commit? What crazy stuff did we do and say and, and not do and not say that has caused pain and brokenness and, and, and stuff? Were we unfaithful? Were we faithless? Were, was our commitment to Christ and, and his kingdom building, well, was, it, was, it, was it, you know, non-existent? Well, church, you know what? Let me challenge us. This year... Families, I'm speaking to families right now, and I'm going to come to a, a quick close. I'm, I'm speaking to families. Have we got together? This is the 13th of January. Families, have we got together and had altar call, altar time? Had we had, have we come together and done communion together? Husband and wives, have we prayed together? Huh? Have we held hands and, and, and prayed and, say, and said to each other, you know, I want to pray together. Um, it may not happen every night, but let, let, let's try our best maybe a couple of times a week, but let's, let's make an effort. Let's make a difference in our lives this year. You know, uh, uh, I, I've never prayed over my kids. Maybe this year, you know what? Go and pray with your kids. Oh, the kids will say, oh, get away from me, daddy. Uh, I don't need to pray for me. Uh, it's all right. Give them a slap and then pray for them. Laying hands ministry. That works. Uh, you know what? You know, husband and wives, husbands don't really want to pray with, you know, very often because we are the big, strong men. I don't want to pray with my wife. She cries all the time. I don't want to cry. I'm a strong man. Well, you know what? Forget that. <laughs> Put, hold hands and pray with your wives. You know, I started that because my wife always cries. Like Pastor Franca. Oh, these pastors. <laughs> They're happy they cry. They're sad they cry. They're not sure they cry. They're sure they cry. Oh, God, help us. My wife, oh, same thing. And, and sometimes, you know, I just, oh, stop crying, darling. We are praying. You're, you're getting into Jesus. I know, Jesus is speaking to me. He's not speaking to me. What's happening here? <laughs> but I got to, men, 
you know, I'm making a bit of a joke here, but you know, men, yeah, woo, here we go. Men, we got to rise up and because we are a spiritual head. Whether we like it or not, that's what the scriptures teaches us. Husbands, we are the spiritual head. If we don't play our part, things don't really fall into place. And so men here, Christian men, can I challenge you this year? Wow, I'm getting excited. Come on. Can I, can I, can I, can I challenge you? Come on. Become the Christian spiritual head of your house. Get the kids together once a week or whatever. Hey, guys, come on. Let's worship together. Let's pray together. Let's have communion together. Oh, that is a thought. Oh, that is a revelation. Wow, what is that? You know, put the wine away. Use Ribena. <laughs> because it can be another communion. <laughs> we don't want that kind of communion. <laughs> we don't... No, stop. And we, come on, husbands and wives. You know, recently, there's been a, a whole bunch of families that have been struggling with their kids at Casey, a number of them. And so we go, we pray with them, we read the scriptures, and, and yeah, we anoint them with oil. And then I, I, I just told them, have you prayed for your kids? They want us to pray for them. I said, okay, when they're not home, why don't you go into their rooms and just lay hands? Oh, on, their, on their beds, on their clothes, on their stuff, on their shoes. I know it looks, sounds weird, doesn't it, huh? It sounds, ooh, what's that? But you know what? I, I don't care. If my kid is going through problems, I would go in there, lay my hands, anoint every single piece of cloth, every whatever, and say, God, get a hold of my son. God, get a hold of my daughter. God, they belong to you. Come on, church. You know what? You're going to step up this year. We're going to step up. We're going to do something different from what you've been doing. That's the old. Put off the old. It hasn't been working. Put on the new. Put on Christ. Pray more. Fast more. For heaven's sakes, read the Bible more. Ha. Whoa. No clapping there, huh? except for a few here. <laughs> but that's, that's, church, I don't know. I don't, I, sorry. Isn't that what I'm supposed to be doing here? Huh? Isn't that what I'm doing, supposed to be doing? I'm going to challenge us. I want to challenge us. And we get into the Word because the Word of God is life. You know, I read the scripture just now. Jesus is life. Jesus is the Word. He's the living Word. He's life. You want life? You want excitement? You want joy? You want healing? You want peace? You want blessing? Well, get into the Word because the Word is blessing. The Word is joy. The Word is healing. The Word is life. Don't do what you were doing before. Get into something new. Come on, Ben. Get into something new. You've not been praying with your family? Pray now. Start now. Start tonight. After the movie, get home. If you're, if you're coming tonight, you know what? Get all the kids together. Come on, guys. Ten minutes. Start with ten minutes. Read a scripture. Fathers, Christian fathers, to open the Bible. Read a psalm. Read a proverb. Put a, put a set of communion stuff together. Okay, let's pray. Let's take communion. Father in heaven, bless my family. Thank you. Thank you for protection. Thank you for providing. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Whoa! That's it. That's it, folks. The angels in heaven will be jumping up and down. Joyful. Because you know what? We started something new this year. Pray with your wives. Pray with your husbands. Start. Don't, don't, don't look at the, at the last year. Don't look at our way we did stuff last year. Put off the old and put on the new. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from Faith Christian Church. To stay up to date, check us out at our website, faithcc.com.au.